This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. Cheers. That's me knocking my seltzer lid into the counter. Didn't that sound like audio magic? so legit. (laughs) Um, Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy, and this is 51 First Dates, the podcast about dating that you are listening to in your ears right now. One day, you know, we'll we'll have a fun tagline, but for now, we just fucking don't. I like the thought of you saying listening to, you're listening to in your ears right now just made me have a like, it was trippy. I'm 100% sober right now. I just was like, whoa, man. We're in their ears. Okay. Yeah, you're it's sober. You just knocked yourself literally into like 100% cabinet. sober. I think it's because it's 85 billion percent humidity in New York today, and my brain's made of goop. No, mine is also made of goop. It's the so non like humid. Gwyneth Paltrow kind. Yeah. The, the really unhealthy, just like I'm tired, and yeah, I haven't had drinks or much eating today, and. Well, if this hasn't made you want to keep listening to this Here podcast, we are. Complaining. Here we no, are. No, it's just literally like I feel like I'm melting. It's really fucking gross. It's the first like he- really humid day. All of summer in New York is like this, but it just kicked in today. And I was like, ugh. It fully, not to be that that girl, but I'm going to be that girl. It reminded me that like, oh, LA heat is really different yeah. now that I'm back. It's like soupy. I feel like we're in soup totally. And my hair feels like it's in a roller coaster. <laughs> I had to, completely. I had to stop on the walk home to buy a bottle of water because I was like, ooh. <laughs> I was just like, this is gross. Anyway, this not is a, a weather podcast. podcast. It's not a weather podcast. Um, Although we will give you that. If you want to know what it was like in one specific city a week ago, <laughs> we are here to tell you. We bring truth, the realness. And, all of it. you know, we love you. Um, our dear gems, thank you so much for all of your great posts in the secret Facebook group. Thank you for all of your Instagram story tags. Thank you for following us on Instagram, giving us your ideas, getting in that secret Facebook group, and you know, telling us what you want next. We're talking to some daters. We're trying to make it happen. You know, if you're new to this podcast, welcome. Clearly, uh, the premise has changed <laughs> from what it originally was. I once upon a time went on 32 of 51 dates, and we have had. One official subsequent dater who ended up in a relationship and another few guest daters, but we're really trying to get back on something consistent for you all. Completely. So that, you know, you can follow a journey um, because it's fucking tough out there. And I think it was, you know, cathartic for me to share when it was tough out there with Liza and this microphone and you all. And I think that, you know, if you're out there going on a bunch of first dates, uh, we should have people also going on a bunch of first dates because... It's tough. Yeah, so we're bringing you some interesting guests in the next couple of weeks as we solidify a kind of new longer-term dater. And today we have a really exciting guest. Uh, her name is Micah Meyer, and she is the founder and director of Beaumont Etiquette. She's an etiquette expert. We're going to ask her a bunch of questions about how to date. 
broadly. How, how to date, how to be polite in dating. She was part of a really interesting Venmo survey, and you all know we love Venmo stocking. And Liza, have you heard of Venmo flirting? No. This was a thing we didn't talk about in our interview. Okay. But it's – I don't know if it's a thing. I Tony said that he, his, he had his friend – he encouraged his friend to send – a girl he had a crush on a dollar once and like write a little note with it because at the time on Venmo you couldn't like comment unless you had an exchange between you and he didn't have a number or something. Oh, funny. <laughs> I, mean, I guess there's Instagram DMing. But hey, if you've ever flirted on Venmo, I don't like the transactional part, but I'm kind of like, oh, you can like, you know, use certain emojis. I or- played a Venmo. I, I did like a Venmo joke this past weekend. What did you do? So I have lost conservatively like five of Jeff's like nice water bottles, you know, that he like gets, you know, whatever stainless steel water bottles, yada, yada, yada. I was going on a hike and my water bottle is like half the size of his. Like my steel one is much smaller than his. And I was going on like a five hour hike. So I was like, Jesus, I need like a big water bottle. So I. Venmo he wasn't home and so and I was packing and I couldn't like ask him to borrow this but I also know I would have gotten shade because I have lost so many I've left them all left them all at yoga class I've lost so many water bottles so I Venmoed him $50 and I said water bottle deposit and then I texted him and let him know that I was taking his water bottle and if I lost it he could keep the $50 and if I brought it back I would get the $50 back and I did and it was incentivizing for me to not lose another one of his water bottles (laughs) I just had a wild incentivizing thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should encourage this. You know how Katie, one of our guest daters, yes. you told her you would take her on a vacation if she went on a date every yes. week? And again, this is only if you want a date and you're like trying to put yourself out there, which is where most people on, who are dating on this podcast are. But I know not all of our listeners are. But if you're there, there is there a Venmo way to incentivize and what you get you the money back? Venmo your best friend something that you feels slightly a stretch for you but nothing raucously nothing. unaffordable yeah. you know 50 to 100 bucks something that you don't want to lose something that would be a bummer if you didn't get it back and just say i only get this back when i go on a first date yeah i mean i Is know that fucked up no or it's incentivizing and then and tell them i also told jeff when i did this like don't cash it out <laughs> like, yeah, i don't like, want you cashing it out you. this is not your money this is a deposit this is a security deposit on your water bottle I guess ultimately you just let venmo profit off of your interest yeah, completely but, all right everybody wins it's yeah. all good it's um, a free you're service. welcome venmo <laughs> we talk about you a lot this episode yes and no it is but it was interesting because venmo did all this like surveys in terms of like splitting checks and about Venmo and they did it with Micah. So we thought we would have her on and it was very cool to hear more about her take on etiquette, which can be so, it can feel so old school, but hearing her talk about it, it didn't. Etiquette, sorry, doesn't feel old school, but around dating. Like it's gendered. It doesn't really take into account a lot of the way people identify or date now, but totally, it doesn't have to be about that. But I feel completely. And I feel like her perspective was very like 2019. It was very like, you know, the person who, spoiler alert, like the person who invites should pay for the day. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't need to be, it's not old school gender lines. It's like, let's figure out new dating world for everybody. And it was cool. It was very, it's a very informative conversation. I feel like I learned some stuff, even though I'm not dating, just about how to person. And speaking of um, asking on dates, you know, we talked about last week mm-hmm. how to ask someone on a date because it's so hard. But our lovely listener who asked, who, who held herself accountable without a Venmo transaction, yes, transaction, 
to two, finding two dates to a concert. We were talking about how she could ask her second date. She wrote in because I was like, how did you actually end up asking out your date to the concert the first time? She said, since Kimmy asked on the podcast, here's how I asked out my two dates. I ended up deciding to go with two different people instead of me asking the first guy to the second show. So just to fill anybody in, basically she had two sets of tickets to two different concerts and she was like, I'm going to have a date for each one. But her first date to the first concert was so cool, she kind of was like, well, should I just invite him to the next one in a week? And we were kind of crafting how you could do that without feeling like too stressed about putting like an event on someone. Uh, both guys had already expressed interest, so I wasn't too worried about them saying no. Sorry, interest in going out with me. So I wasn't too worried about them saying no. I was mostly worried that they wouldn't like the weird shows I picked out. But both dates ended up going really, really well. The shows were both unique events, not typical concerts. And both shows involved a lot of vulnerability from the performers, which I think made the experiences even more special. Happy to go into more detail if anyone cares. This is in the secret Facebook group. Very <gasps> Join the secret Facebook group. So the first one, it was, they had already kind of, I think, established, like, dating let's go on we want to see each other in the real world and then she said do you have plans saturday night yet and this guy said no i'm floating the river earlier that day so fun but no plans for the night want to hang then and then she said any interest in coming to a concert at seven my friend and i got tickets but she just found out she's traveling this weekend for work i'd love to take you to make up for bailing the other day seven on saturday in case that's not clear laughy emoji he said yeah i can be ready by then what kind of concert is it so this was kind of like what Someone had recommended she do. So this is for the... Totally, yeah. Just like to not put the pressure of an event date on a first date. Yes. But also like if you you want to go to a concert, then it's like a win-win. Totally. If date sucks, hopefully... You have something to do. You have have something you wanted to do anyway. And the other one was, okay, so what do you have going on Saturday night? This is a different text asking out the other concert date. (laughs) I have tickets to this kind of weird show if you're interested. Like super simple. I know this sounds like not rocket science, but I don't know. I never had this courage. And she even like goes into what the show is, sends a link. And I don't know. It also makes her sound really like exciting to be around. I'm like, tell me about this interesting show. Totally. I'm going to go to this show. I feel like it's cool. (laughs) Like I feel like it establishes the like, you know, trains leaving the station, like, you know, join or don't. Like it's, I think it, yeah exactly you said but projects a lot of confidence to just be like this is the kind of stuff I do like it's cool you want to join me like I'm going no matter what like it's you're gonna miss a fun time like that's the vibe I get is like I want to go to that I want to go on that date yeah and I think it works not because it's a concert but because it's personal to her totally because like for me it would be like oh my god I don't know I like concerts but I it wouldn't be so true to me I'd rather just not have the stress of that on a first date and sit at a bar so yeah I used to try to say like a specific bar mine yeah I would totally, as like a big, just old school fucking loser theater, musical theater nerd, I would like totally invite someone to a Broadway musical and just be like, if you can't enjoy this with me, we're not going to be together. Especially if you like have the tickets for free because that's completely expensive. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. I would never like pay for that. But but the thing is, is that with like, you know, there's ways to get affordable Broadway tickets. Like if I could find tickets to something interesting for 50 bucks each, I would spring for that and take someone on a date. A first date? No, not a first date. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's a horrible <laughs> Just idea. Call it, calling that out. No. Because a second date. Yeah. Yeah. I would be like, oh, I'm going to this thing. I have tickets. Do you want to come? Yeah. And actually, we get into this when we get into our interview about, like, you can also offer, like, make it clear if you're paying for the ticket. Totally. Like, yeah. All these. We get into the weeds of etiquette. We would love to know your thoughts after you listen to this interview. I think, you know, it's just tricky out there. But it all comes down to 
treat others how you would want to be treated. Be nice. Be respectful. Care yeah. about other people's feelings. Not rocket science, but so many people can't do it's it. It's hard. Like, I'm, I've been guilty of not wanting to, like, you know, send, like, wanting to ghost a little bit after a first date. Like, and I've been guilty of, at the same time, feeling very upset when other people ghosted me after a first date. So it's, it's a, I thought this conversation was a really healthy reminder for like manners in all of the ways yeah and just telling myself to be a better person because sometimes it's so easy to get lazy totally and selfish and complain about the swampy heat and like be a dick to people on the subway so I'm working on it I mean it's always easy to be a dick but it's also easy to be nice I'm yeah. trying to remember that too when I'm grouching at like you know I don't know random people i'm so grouchy these days <laughs> people <laughs> i've been grouching at people on gchat a lot people did me i'm like sorry i can't talk i just like sometimes you just have to grouch yeah you know and we we apologize for grouching on a thing that's going to come out on you know the internet but i hope we don't you know I, I think this conversation is a lot more upbeat than maybe we're being right now truly uh with that in mind kimmy already said it but our Instagram is at 51firstdatespod. Sorry, this is the worst transition ever, but I'm just like, I've, I don't think we hit our handles. Please email us your worst first date stories, your asking someone out stories, your worst first etiquette stories at 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. Any of your dating stories. We love reading them, and sometimes we read them on the pod. Uh, rate, subscribe, review. You can do that on iTunes. It and helps a lot. enjoy our interview with Micah Meyer. Okay, great. Now we are so excited. Welcome to Micah Meyer, founder and director of Beaumont Etiquette. Micah, thank you so much for being here and joining us. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. We're so excited to have you on. I feel like this is a topic this is a topic that's so pertinent to dating that we've probably touched on like with our I don't know. My, I feel like my assumptions about etiquette are just assumptions and like they're probably dumb. And I feel like we've talked about it a lot. So I'm really excited to talk to a professional who can tell me, you know, how wrong I am about these things. Yeah, especially things, honestly, around money and splitting checks. And just that has come up so many times. And I always used to feel a lot of anxiety when that moment came and, you know, wanting to be a feminist and pay for things, but also kind of, you know, wanting to be budget conscious and appreciate when other people wanted to pay for things. But yeah, I think this will just be a really great conversation and we are so happy to have you here. Thank you. Um, you know, it's so funny because it is, there's so much, we actually have an entire dating etiquette course um, that we hold annually because it is such a hot topic and there's so many questions um, that people have and it's totally normal. And I feel like, the, um, I mean, even, you know, what you were just saying about, you know, who pays and I'm, I'm such a feminist too in that way. Um, but at the same time, the new kind of rules, because that, you know, there've been so many quote unquote rules in the past, but I always say everything that you learned and thought in the past is kind of like put that to the side because with society evolving, I feel like we as we have evolved with it in terms of our etiquette. And at the end of the day, everything and how I kind of start out every course I teach is just explaining that etiquette is just about respect. So it's kind of like peeling back everything you thought about etiquette and then just putting that into place and asking yourself what is respectful to the other person in that moment. Um, 
And the question that constantly comes up, the one you just mentioned was, who pays? So you're on a date, <laughs> who should pay? And I actually just kind of, I like to explain that it's, it's actually not gender specific. Um, even, you know, a couple generations ago, it was very gender based. And now it's more whoever invited the other person out, picked the restaurant, you know, ordered the wine is the person that should pay. It has nothing to do with guys, girls, um, and more along those lines. So it's a really, it's kind of evolving, but, um, it's quite, no, it's, it's interesting, right? Yeah, we're we're nodding our heads here because that's like what we've always taken as our quote unquote position as complete non-experts, but just that, you know, whoever invites the other person out, it seems like should pay and gender is fluid nowadays. There's just so much changing and it's it's nice that that is how you feel as well. Totally. But I also yeah, like Yeah, and it's it's like a modern approach. Yeah, and I feel like it's weird because, I don't know, something that we deal with a lot is that dating seems to be changing just, like, every day. There's just, like, new apps. There's new this. There's new that. There's new phrases for, like, ways for people to lightly break up with you or half date you or whatever. So it's got to be – is it tricky to keep – I mean, it must be tricky to keep up with, like, what is dating etiquette when we're also all trying to figure out, like, what is dating? Yes, completely. And, you know, sometimes people will say to me, did you just make that up? And I'll say, yes, I did, because <laughs> because this didn't exist, you know, in etiquette books that you grew up with or things like that. And even, you know, when talking about, um, you know, apps, app feeding app, you know, now there's so many different options. Um, and one of the biggest questions we get, so I will say, so my dad taught me this, and I really, really believe this, that, you know, you, if somebody's treating you, you still always offer, right? You can always offer to pay. I think like, even if you think someone's paying for your meal, then on a date, then just sit back and just watch the bill come and go. Um, almost seems like, like it's, it's like presumptuous, right? So nowadays I feel like it's, it's nice to offer always. Um, but I think it's one of the things that if you say you're going on a date and you're buying concert tickets and you don't intend to pay for the other person's ticket, then you can tell the person ahead of time. It's just about opening the discussion and saying, Hey, this concert's Friday night. If you want to come, tickets are this much. And you know, what do you think? So you're like telling the person up front because there's nothing worse than, and this actually, we've heard this. Um, there's a lot of conversations um, in the Venmo community about this, about people getting um, getting requests after a date for half the date. And hmm. that to me is the, that would be, I mean, I would be stunned if that happened, I think. And I think there's, <laughs> I mean, can you just imagine if you weren't expecting it and then you got that request? Um, no. <laughs> so I think, yeah, the, in the Venmo community, it was funny. They were they, like 51% of people said that they would be very surprised or shocked if that happened. And I was like, yes, I agree. Um, because <laughs> you're just not expecting it. Even if, you know, it's not like, that's what it's all about. It's just communicating. So if you do want to take somebody out, but you can't afford it or whatever, just run the budget by ahead um, or choose an activity that you can afford that's in your budget. And maybe it's just something that doesn't even cost a lot of money. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it, everything is changing. You're absolutely right. Totally. We heard a story from a listener once of, uh, you know, she went on a date with a guy and, you know, he paid for dinner. She offered to split 
And then the next day, you know, she didn't feel a connection and he texted her to ask her on another date. And she said politely, like, you know, I had a great time with you. I just didn't really see a connection there. Um, You know, wish you the best, whatever. And he Venmo requested her for half the date (laughs) after she – isn't that – I mean, like, atrocious. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. gosh. That is amazing. Um, That is awful. Yeah. No. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that would be very shocking, I think. Um, I think that at the end of the day, if if somebody offers and you say no, I don't think then, you know, I think it wouldn't be very respectful then to go back and say, oh, by the way, now that, you know, the circumstances have changed in our relationship. Um, oh my goodness, that poor thing. What did she do out of curiosity? I think she paid and then sent him a text and was like, this is really weird and messed up. Because he also texted her a couple of rude things like, you didn't even know how great of a guy you had right at your fingertips. You were using me for a free meal, like something like that. And she was like, look, I'm going to pay you for this. And then I'm going to tell you, like, you shouldn't speak to people this way. (laughs) Yeah, she was Yeah, I would have done the same thing. I would have Venmoed him straight over and then... (laughs) <laughs> left it at that and I mean maybe that kind of in the background like kind of proved her point in the end is why she didn't even go out with him after totally. you know like it kind of like if anything solidified her decision <laughs> yeah that's some confirmation okay. and yeah okay, I have I have more questions about Benmo because I've you know I've used it to sometimes stalk people which is a terrible trend in millennial culture that I did once upon a time but just while we're on the topic of the second date do you have any advice in terms of etiquette for how to politely turn down a second date because that comes up all the time we have many feelings on it but no solid answers and I, I feel like you might have some insights yeah, you know, I'm really, I'm super um, encouraging of non-passive-aggressive behavior. I just don't think it works well in dating. And I think if you don't want to go out with somebody, again, that's absolutely fine. Um, and you, the thing is just not to be hurtful to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody's been hurt. Every single person has had a hurtful something happen with dating. So I would say, you know, it's important just to, you know, especially if somebody had treated you to something to like a meal or coffee or whatever, I'd say, you know, thank you so much. Um, I really did enjoy meeting you. Um, I, and then I think you're honest and say, I didn't feel like there was anything more than just a friendship here. Um, you know, so I think you should be honest. That is yeah. my, you know, like, I really think that's a really nice way to, to say it. You know, you're thanking the person, you're enjoying, and maybe you didn't enjoy meeting them. Maybe, maybe maybe you enjoyed a part of your conversation, or maybe you enjoyed the restaurant, or maybe you enjoyed the glass of wine. There's something positive you can find to tell that person. And then just, you know, I didn't feel like it was more than a friendship. And that's it. And that's, it's, it's simple as that. And I would say, you can't help what somebody says to you. You can only help your response back. And so... At that point, you've kind of been honest with them. Nothing bad ever comes out of telling the truth. And then what they say in response is their kind of, you know, that's their issue. But um, that's what I, I mean, that's what I used to do all the time. All the time. I mean, that was my thing. And, and people have said that to me too. I mean, I've gotten that response too. But um, at the end of the day, I know how it feels to be on both sides. And I tell you what, it is so important just to be really nice to people you never know when you're going to see someone again or somebody's going to pop up in your life that you had a date with or (laughs) that you went on a date with so we've been seeing a lot of um 
it's quite funny, the Venmo community is super into social and the social feed too. So for instance, people are, are checking their feed two to three times a week, even if it's not to Venmo or like for a transaction, people are seeing what other people are doing. They're using it in a social way. So <laughs> if you do go on dates and then, or you do go out or you do whatever it is, um, when you were, you made the comment about Venmo stocking, yeah. I kind of like chuckled because you are not alone. Everybody kind of is doing the same thing, but also then it's being conscious. Um, if you do, you know, are nearing in, in one of those situations where you kind of have like a pseudo person, you haven't officially started talking about it yet, or you haven't, you know, made it official, but know that somebody is probably looking at your Venmo feed um, and knows that if you went out on a Thursday night and had, you know, wine or whatever it is, people, people are watching. <laughs> it's so true. I know that's all. I think that I've, <laughs> I've also known people, maybe myself, to, to know that people are watching and maybe want that Thursday night wine to come across <laughs> someone else's feed. No, I'm making myself sound like a crazy person, but... It's becoming Best a night thing. Of my life, emojis. <laughs> yeah, so great. Yeah. All of these hearts and people holding hands, but yeah, um, yeah no. I, I had a dark time, but I think I've grown up, right, Liza? We, we like, talked about mean, this so long ago. I still put a lot of thought into the emojis I used, you know, even just because I want people to think I'm funny. I don't know, or wonder what mm. mysterious things I've been up to. Um, I get it. Yeah. I think a lot of people do. Sometimes I just scroll. I mean, sometimes literally I'll just, when I actually usually when after I've made a payment and then I just take a minute and I just scroll through. And then sometimes you find that you're on your sister's boyfriend's mother's page suddenly because you just click and then suddenly, I mean, it's really fascinating. And then you're like, what am I doing? And then you have, <laughs> uh, yeah. And in terms Dangerous. of like Using Venmo on a first date, what are your thoughts around that and uh, that versus splitting? Let's say you're going to split the bill. Would I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know if there's etiquette around this. This is getting into the nitty gritty. But like, is it cool to just do that via Venmo or on a first date? Would you suggest just using two cards? It seems so small, but I could see myself being really anxious about like, do I even want to be connected to this person on Venmo yet? What I think is appropriate is when somebody takes a bill all to their own and say it's not split right there I just say oh you know you can just send me then the person really it's, it's really nice where possible to write then and there Venmo somebody if you are comfortable with it um, and kind of being connected then taking out your phone right then and there then going over so it's kind of over and done with there's nothing in my opinion there's nothing um like more bothering when I know I owe somebody money and I feel like a lot of people agree with that. Um, there was, I think it's like 63% um, of people, 65, 65, said it was more stressful to owe somebody. So right then and there, take you out of your phone, then mow the person over. Um, you know, it's just easier just to do it right there. And if you can't, we say, um, you know, within 24 hours is suggested so that, you know, it's just where possible so that it's done with. And I think the when the Venmo community was also asked that question, they said that very thing. So I agree. And it's like, just get it over with. Get it done with so like it's off your plate. 
if you do owe somebody money and you decide to use Venmo. Totally. Because it's also so awkward when like someone owes you money and they've forgotten it. I mean, it's fine. Like you can remind them or you can request it. But also like it's just yeah. you don't want to put the other person in that position too of having to be like, hey, just a reminder, you owe me, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. I use Venmo so differently with like in different parts of my life, like with different levels of relationships with people. Like for example, like with Liza we get each other back I'd never like request you for something small but weirdly I'm getting my MBA right now and somehow in business school because everyone's on a budget it's way more normal to be like there's half that uber and request each other there's no like offense taken we've also been friends for a shorter amount of time which makes it weird but it's very weird things I you know you just kind of get into the the habits of whatever community you're doing that within and I I feel like dating's an entirely other kind of relationship especially early dates so it's it's all really interesting I, I agree you know what I did with my um like when I was dating I would take you know I would go out and then one thing I like to do is say somebody treats you and you know picks up a whole bill then of course I thank you so much and then I like to where possible like within whatever was in my budget I would say you know I would love you next time take you for this or take you for that so it wasn't like always me take take taking mm-hmm. um and it could just be within my budget but I think it's really nice to give something or like plan something back it could be you know just something so it's not always like receive 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 um and I would be like even if I remember I was super super like had like 10 jobs and still wasn't making my New York rent um <laughs> and I started dating my husband and I remember after like the third day he wouldn't take a penny from me and I was like I would love my treat I said it up front my treat I would love to take you for a glass of wine at and I was very specific I was like a glass of wine <laughs> at this jazz you know bar in West Village and that was it. And, and, and he let me, um, and he was like, great. And, and, you know, like I wanted to do that. I wanted, but it, I didn't want to order like five bottles of wine. So I made it clear, like, you know, so my intentions were just really, um, clear up front, but that it was like a nice gesture too. I felt in my budget and I got to choose the place and, you know, I think totally. that it's like a kind way to show gratitude too. Yeah. We're always telling people like, you know, it's okay to do, especially if you live in a city or a place with, with cool walking paths to like take some invite someone for a walk and buy them a coffee on a Sunday like something like that where it's like most people can scrounge together four dollars or whatever um yeah but it's I think the gesture is so meaningful just being like I want to do one thing for you especially if someone's taken you on a couple dates like I try to try to it's easy for me to get into that habit too of just like letting him pay for stuff yeah Yeah. years ago I I remember I there was like um years ago I had this this guy who asked me out picked the most incredible restaurant at that time in my life I'd ever been in um and he was a very successful doctor and I was just starting out in Manhattan and and then we go and he picks everything and then we were sitting there and the bill came and again my dad was like you know you always offer and I'd been in a couple dates and nobody had ever said yes so then he, the bill came and he was like and I was like, oh, can I? And I took out my wallet. I was like, can I um, chip in? And he was like, oh, sure. And then he opened kind of the, I, I, no, I didn't say chip. And I said, can I, um, I was like, oh, I didn't really think that I actually said chip in. I was like, oh, um, I'd love to, to you know, help or whatever. And he took the bill and he opened it and split it all the way over. And I was like, thank you. That's so nice. <gasps> I don't and like I that. Like, and I was like, what? 
Whoa. And nobody had even like allowed me to chip in anything, let alone take the full bill. Whatever my wording was was clearly not open enough to what I wanted to say. And I remember taking out, you know, putting the credit card in. It was my dad's, like my, I didn't even know who paid it at the time. I didn't even know. And I was just like not even being able to focus on what he was saying because I was so scared and mortified at the thought of the server coming back and saying, I'm so sorry, your card didn't go through. Uh-huh. I, I'll never forget this moment because I just couldn't, I was like, oh my gosh. Um, and I don't even know, you know, like it, it was just one of those, I will never forget it. And I always use that situation in my dating etiquette courses because I always say only offer, you know, if you really think, you know, if you've gone to the nicest restaurant in San Francisco and you don't think it is within your means, you know, you can contribute or offer to contribute what you could. But if you say, yeah, I can, I can you know, let me, let me split half or whatever. And then it's, you know, your whole month's rent, then you're in trouble. So it, it is a sticky one. It is a hard one. It's a hard situation, you know? Totally. Under, under that kind of same umbrella, do you think, uh, do you, do you see any really common mistakes obviously that's like a unicorn crazy situation but do you see any like yes, I, mistakes that are super duper again. common yeah i mean like a night night to that guy. <laughs> that's so <laughs> gross this show is supported by state farm insurance is a part of any solid financial plan making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry it's important to protect not only your business but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Yeah, like super common misconceptions or like kind of faux pas that you see in dating etiquette. Um, I would say not, I mean, not thinking people if you're not interested. So a lot of times people say, well, I wasn't interested, even though he took me to dinner or even though she took me, you know, for drinks or coffee. So I just didn't fall again. And it's like, it's a, the ghosting, which I don't think it's ever, ever a nice thing, but I also don't think, I think if somebody has treated you or picked up, you know, a bill, I think it's always a nice gesture to say, thank you. I really do. And it could be, thank you so much. Um, that was really kind of you, um, to treat me to coffee. I hope you have a great day. It could be as simple as that. And if the person writes back and was like, hi, do you want to go on another date? And then that's when you use your non-passive aggressive behavior to, to say, you know, it's not for me. But um, I think that's the biggest one. I think obviously, like I said, you know, just disappearing on somebody is just is so mean and leaves that person wondering what happened forever. Um, I think um, there's, I think, you know, there's a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of, um, let's see, I mean, those are kind of the, the two that like pop in my head. I think dining-wise, if you are out to a restaurant and you don't know how to properly um, hold your cutlery correctly, like just some of the basics, I see a lot. Um, people that just don't know how to do some simple things, 
you know, like when you go to a nice restaurant, you mirror the etiquette of the restaurant you're in. So if you're in a really nice restaurant, not taking out your phone, not being on your phone, not taking pictures of your meal um, in a really nice restaurant. If it's an informal, casual restaurant, the, you know, the etiquette's quite different. But I think it's just being super respectful of the other person you're with. Um, tiny little things like that. And the reason why we hold our silverware in a nice, you know, formal way is to show respect to the other person we're dining with. I think if you're going to be late, my rule is for every minute you think you're going to be late, you give two minutes notice. So if I think I'm going to be 10 minutes late to my date, I should let that person know. It's a text is fine. Um, 20 minutes ahead and I if I'm hosting the person I always get there before the other person so if you ask somebody on a date you should get there first and be like hi I'm sitting at the bar I'm wearing purple or hi I'm at you know I'm at the table or whatever it might be um I always think that is is quite important too Hmm. that's a really really good as a perpetually 10 minutes late person I'm gonna start adopting that I'm trying really hard not to be a late person but (laughs) I do think it's very courteous to overestimate and then surprise people by being less uh less of a yeah and I used I used to get there early because so I used to get there intentionally before my date because I would want them to find me because I would sound like it was awkward like walk through a bar or walk through a coffee shop or wherever it was like hi I'm looking for someone and so i that was my theory and I was like hi I'm sitting at the you know wine bar whatever in a red sweater so if they have to come and be like oh hi are you Mike or hi Mike or whatever it might be I would sound like that was easier um yeah <laughs> so my theory was like never to be late so then it was their job to find me totally <laughs> Everyone looks but, cooler sitting yeah. at the bar than like looking around the restaurant. That's a cooler, that's a power move. No, I definitely, when I yeah. was going on these dates, like started doing that and it changed the anxiety I went in with. Like there's the, the five minute late, fashionably late rule. Like I'm over it. You don't want to be the first one at a party maybe, but whatever. I'm like, I want to be the first one at the date because then I can set myself up, feel comfortable. Because again, no matter how many first dates I went on, there was still this level of anxiety walking in. I mean, you're meeting a stranger if you met them on the apps like it's just yeah there's a lot of stress that goes into a first date so that made me feel a lot more comfortable as well I completely agree and then I have another question just because this is a super common listener question uh we get a lot so we ask our listeners for worst first dates but also we just get a lot of people writing in about all kinds of first dates and something that seems to happen a lot is one uh, someone's on a date with someone who is like has had a lot more to drink than they have and is like <laughs> kind of drunk and it's tricky right. because on the one hand that can happen like you know I think everyone's had a situation where they're the person who like accidentally had maybe one too many you know it does happen and some people deal with it right. better than others but if you're in that situation as the more sober person on the date do you have thoughts yeah. on like a good way to deal with that you know, I think people get nervous and it, it does happen, but I would say I would, if I were the other person, so if I'm sitting across from date and there's a person who is very intoxicated or getting very intoxicated, um, I would probably stop ordering would be my first thing. Whenever the bartender or the waiter came back, I'd, I would say, oh, I'm okay for now. I'm just going to stick with this, this, you know, last glass, or I would say, something like that and first see if that would that would maybe 
um, cause them to say no. If not, and they keep going, I mean, at that point, you have to decide if you want to end the date or if you want to sit through the date. Um, you know, I always say it's bad etiquette to correct bad etiquette because it can make feel, somebody embarrassed or make somebody feel badly. Um, I have a girlfriend who hurt her way of doing it is, is order a coffee. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then they're like, and sometimes they're like, oh, I'll take one too. But for her, it would be rude if she suggested, um, do you need a coffee? They could obviously be very offended. But when she orders a coffee, they're like, oh, I'll take one too. And then it kind of sobers them up a little bit. I think if somebody's really intoxicated, I'd probably end the date before it got any more awkward. It would be what I personally would do. Um, you can, if you, depending on your relationship, you could joke about it. You could, you know, I mean, I could see myself in a position where I'd be like, wow, <laughs> I don't know. See, it sounds weird as I'm saying, wow, long, long day, or I don't know. It's kind of, it comes off strange to me. So I probably, I probably would not address it. And then it's almost like, you could almost see it as like a test too. If somebody on the first date or second date gets so drunk, maybe that's, that's also something you want to take note on, you know? Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's tricky too because we kind of adjacent to that. Also, you know, some people go date and don't drink, but we'll still go to a bar with you. And then it's also like, I I think the first date I went on, my date wasn't drinking, but I got sake with my sushi and I felt weird about it, but also empowered that I (laughs) got it because I wasn't drunk at all. It was a Sunday, but I mean, there's a weird, it's tricky. It's tricky to like navigate alcohol especially if someone's not drinking at all do you think the best etiquette is to just go follow their lead and not drink as well or do you think I don't know it's tricky yeah I think I think if you want to have one drink and and they're not drinking then that's absolutely fine um I think if you have more than one drink and they're not drinking that's where it might get awkward um or feel awkward I I always say because sometimes say say you're um a man and a woman on a date often the server comes to the female first, right? That's very, in Western etiquette, typically a server comes to the female and then goes to the male. If that happens, then you would order first. And you might not know what he's having. And you might say, I'll have a glass of wine. And then he'll say, oh, I'll just have a, you know, whatever, a nice tea or whatever he says. And in that case, it happens. But um, so usually I try to say, oh, what are you thinking? And then if they say, oh, I'm having coffee, then yeah, I'll probably match that. But if I really wanted a glass of wine, I, I might also have a glass of wine. I probably wouldn't have two if they weren't drinking. I think I'd stop it after one. I did have a friend who just went on a date and she ordered a glass of wine and he ordered a hot chocolate. And she was like, that's enough for me. That was enough. That was enough. She's like, not even a coffee, a hot chocolate. So um, <laughs> it's also telling about your social styles. And she knew right then and there, she was like, she was so handsome. Like everything else seems perfect on paper. We call them pops. Well, I do pops perfect on paper. Um, but <laughs> at the end of the day, she was like, I just know socially on a Friday night, I want to have a glass of wine and the man having a hot chocolate just wasn't for me. So I don't think it's a bad thing to figure that out early on either. That's a good point. Totally. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then we, we totally should have asked this up front, but Micah, it sounds like you did some dating in New York before you met your husband. Did you have a worst first date? We love to ask our guests. No pressure to share if you don't want to, but it's it's just something we like to, even if it's like a worst first date you've heard of that a friend had. Um, um, yes, I think my first, worst first date was that dentist 
be honest. Um, but <laughs> Dr. X, I will not say, but um, that was definitely my worst first date. But I would say a really bad first date I just heard about was a friend of mine, another friend of mine who here in the city, very sexy city style, but um, went on a date and the guys, she, they get, they're finished with it. She, she knows instantly he's not for her, but he says to her, um, wow, um, you, you know, I'm so glad that you're taller than me. And she's like, oh, really? And he was, she's like, I, I usually hear the opposite. So that's so nice to hear. And he was like, yeah, and you've got these nice, wide, bursting hips. Um, these are all really good features for, for, for me because I am quite, you know, small and I, I need to find somebody that can, like, balance out my offspring. Oh, and my like, God. What? Okay, okay Darwin. Like, what? Like, oh my god that is like so creepy and like i think <laughs> yes but he went straight for it he was like this is what i want i'm looking for a woman who has big hips and tall because i'm not and i need somebody who yeah and she i mean we, we were laughing about it for about an hour um <laughs> oh my god that is so yeah, weird and she's, she's, she's a beautiful beautiful girl and it's just like not, it's just to have somebody on a first date who doesn't know you point out your hips and which I might know are totally normal, like average woman. Um, but I think that would be that's up there and, and the ones I've heard recently. Oh, and then you have to sit through the whole date with the guy. I mean, like that's horrible. Do you Yeah, exactly. Like, do you have thoughts on like a smooth exit strategy if you mm-hmm. say you've had you have a date with someone, something like that happens, or even something less bad, but like you just know it's not the right thing. Do you have like a smooth right. exit if you want to end it a little early? I mean, not like, I'm not saying leave after 10 minutes, but, you know, after a right. drink or whatever. You know, I always say, whatever you say, always say it, say it with a definitive. So, so for instance, if you say, you know, I, you know, it was so nice to meet you. I do need to, you know, head to the, um, you know, I'm going to go wherever or I'm going to, go to the park or whatever or whatever you say they could be like oh you know what I heard about that too I'd love to go check it out or I whatever it might be you know oh you know I'm gonna go meet my friends the next club oh yeah I love that club like I'm totally in but if you say it with a definitive meaning you know it was so great to meet you thank you so much um for taking the time um I'm sure we'll talk again soon or see each other out one night but it was so great to see you so you're telling them the next time you're going to see them you're like telling them it's the end of the night. I would say that's really important with whatever exit strategy you use. Um, and, you know, you could just do, I always say plan for a short date. And if you extend it, it's much easier. It's much harder. I, I never used to go or agree um, as I got a little bit more experience in dating to a long meal because you just never know and it's much easier to have a drink a coffee or a glass of wine and then say you know what I'm I don't know if you're free for dinner but I'm and then the person's like yeah yeah like great then oh my gosh now I have to sit through this dinner when I knew 10 minutes in this wasn't the person for me um rather than ending it at the drink you know so always go shorter and then add if you can 
and just be like, I think you could just be say something like, well, it was so great to, um, you know, meet you. I have probably another 20 minutes before I do need to head home. So like give the person a heads up that it's wrapping up. I think just to stand up after 10 minutes would be so horrible and heartbreaking, regardless of what you thought of the person for the, you know, for the other person to take, I think you always have to think about how the other person would feel and everybody can sit through a 30 minute cup of coffee or a glass of wine, you know? So totally. I think that's really important. Yeah. We, we definitely always talk about like, you've kind of entered into a slight social contract by agreeing to go on a date with someone. And that means sitting through like, you know, at least one item of whatever yeah. you've agreed to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. It's so it's you, what you say is so true, Mika. Because if you do, even if the person is like your worst nightmare or being, you know, borderline offensive, like they have feelings too. If you're not in danger, kind of being as polite as you can, just because we hear, well, I've heard from myself many times on dates when I got my feelings hurt over the tiniest things, and we hear from listeners like going on first dates can be fun but it's also very like harrowing at times and it's just like especially if you're going on a lot of them sometimes it's easy to take hopefully not everything personally or eventually not because that's our theory is going on a lot of dates and it will feel less personal but like let's be real it does feel personal so if you can I think that your point about really thinking about that other person like if I was that person I would be like I would be traumatized if someone left after 10 minutes on a date exactly exactly and you know it's like I would think that somebody's brother that somebody's little brother that somebody's little sister I just feel like you have to like humanize it a little bit you know no matter how awkward or weird that person might have been to you um it's still it's still so important still a person um I also have one other thing I have to tell you just remembered I had this girlfriend when I was living in London and she um she was on an app and she got to a bar first and because actually I told her to I was like hey if there's, you know, nobody, it's like kind of like you're meeting up to see if there's any chemistry there. Just use this trick, especially if you've never met him before and you've only seen a picture so that he has to find you. And so she does that and he came and he walked in and then they made eye contact and he walked out. They never even spoke. And he sent her a message right like five minutes later and it said, um, you didn't look like you did in your photo. You're not my type. And that was, I, that still sticks in my head as one of the most hurtful things of all time that I've ever heard, you know? And it was just like that moment of like how she must have felt, you know, in that moment, um, that's I still remember. Atrocious. That's like, I feel like that's mm-hmm. so many people's biggest fear around dating yes. and like, you want to believe it never happens, but some people are just trash monsters. <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah. It's it's so it's like I want I wanted to like I tried I was like who is he who is he yeah <laughs> let's make a billboard of his face so yeah yeah some kind yeah, of public yeah. shaming yeah by like yeah, the public right? shaming yeah. <laughs> but it was just like that moment where he could have just sat down and just he could have had a he could have had a coffee right yeah it's also <laughs> we always talk about so, how these dates could turn into especially in cities or actually maybe even in smaller communities they could turn into networking opportunities or friendships or you know you could run into this person later in your life so it's worth it's I just it's never worth being so cruel for many reasons but even if you're a selfish person for your own future opportunities it's not worth it like just sit down and be a human with the other person you know and kind of in in speaking to the apps do you have any 
pieces of ed- etiquette advice or just general like faux pas that are app specific that you see or even if they're not faux pas just advice you have on how long you should be on the apps versus getting on a date and just the etiquette on how people talk to each other on the apps I'm not sure yeah um you know I I think it's more for me it's more about um when you're looking for someone I think it's more about you know what you put out there is what you're sometimes going to get back. So if you're only listening to negatives about what you want, you know, what you don't want to find in somebody, then you might find a negative person. If you are posting, I would say, any kind of group photos, you should only have one group photo and all of your um, kind of like your collage of photos because more than that, if people are confused, like which one is she? Which one is you know? Which one is he? Um, be careful of sunglasses. There was a statistic, and I don't have it in front of me, um, that we used in one of our dating etiquette classes last year from an app that said people tended not to swipe on people with sunglasses because it felt they felt like they were hiding something. Mm, which is yeah. Interesting. Yep. I've heard um, something also, about if, that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And also, if you are, you know, I always think, sure, you might have an amazing body. You might be very proud of your body. But I think if you're putting a, a photo out there of you in a skimpy swimsuit or bikini or whatever it is, I think it's almost like, I think there are other ways to show that you are built and proud of your body than that I think it's almost like leaving nothing to the imagination instead put like a really cool sporty photo or put you in a like hiking put you like in, in clothing that is a, you know a little bit more summery I feel like to put a picture of your body without any clothes or almost any clothes um, as one of your profile pictures is almost unless that's what you're looking for is almost maybe attracting a person who's not looking for something serious and maybe if that's what you're looking for then great but just keeping that in mind right um I think I think I don't know I think those are really important things a smile sounds funny but in that same statistic or the same um survey that I don't even know where it was from now yeah, but um there's saying that people something. with was it yeah um that if you smile you were like 60 percent higher likelihood in a picture um for people to swipe than um, if you were serious and like post like a corporate photo or you at work or you and you're like, you know, serious mode. Um, so a lot of people post like professional photos, but they're often for work. And so you have a little bit more of a serious face. So I don't know. It's interesting, but I think put out there what you want to receive. Totally. I feel like that's a good, like grand piece of advice for all dating, you yeah. know, is is like yeah exactly kindness and and your bikini pictures (laughs) (laughs) yeah completely (laughs) amazing well thank you so much Micah this has been so great and I feel like I've learned (laughs) some stuff which is good (laughs) I know I've been reminded about you know certain manners Micah where can people learn more about Beaumont and find you and follow you Oh my goodness. Um, thank you. I, I post at least once a week, Instagram videos all the time, um, on, you know, how to hold your silverware, how to like, I'll be doing obviously Venmo, um, (laughs) etiquette and everything from how to walk in heels, like everything and more you could think of, um, is my Instagram is at Micah Meyer, which is at M Y K A M E I E R. And then my website is Beaumont etiquette.com. 
And um, yeah, you can find me there or we can, we actually, if you ever come to New York and want to take a course, we teach course at the Plaza Hotel. Um, so that's exciting and they're fun and social and super modern and lots of fun. So you can find me at any of those places and um, I love connecting with people and, and helping where I can. And, and thank you both so much. You're so fun and I love everything. Like I said, I like seriously love what you're doing. I feel like when I was dating, I needed you, but oh, that's, that's okay. So now, nice. now I can just send people to you. That's okay. Oh my God, incredible. <laughs> love it. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time to do this. This was great. And we'll, we'll link to all of those in the episode notes as well. So, Micah, thank you so much. Thank you so much, ladies. Have a great night. Thank you guys so much. We love you. We love you so much. Thank you. And as always, go on a date. Go on a date. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.